Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. I'm sure resolutions are on your mind. They're on everyone's mind in January, right? You know, you've signed up to the local gym, you know, things that you weren't up on maybe last year you want to improve. You may be thinking of several things. Think about making 2022. I can't believe it's 2022 already. It seems like just yesterday. It turned 2021, right? But here we are. They say as you get older, time slips quickly by. It's unfair. It's unfair. Anyway, make 2022 a year for change in your life, desirable change in your life. And one of the best ways to do this is to break habits that no longer serve you. Breaking habits that no longer serve you. Maybe you're a smoker. Hey, it's time to quit. Maybe you've been overindulging in sweets or junk food or alcohol or any other thing that is not desirable to overindulge in. It doesn't serve you. Think about the habits that you would like to employ that would serve you well. So the experts say that we don't break a habit. We actually replace it with a new one. So think about a habit you want to break and replace it with a new one. And specifically, did you know that how we eat, how we eat, the amount, the frequency, the food choices, all of the above, is actually a behavior, right? Maybe you're a fast eater. For example, if you're always the first one to finish your meal at your family's table, you're likely eating too fast. So make it a resolution. Make, create a new habit uh, to eat more slowly. Remind yourself to put your utensils down between bites. 
Notice the textures of the food you're eating, the flavors. Be present. This is mindful. It reminds you to stay in the present, not inhale your food like a vacuum cleaner, be the first one done and go on to the next task or thing that you're thinking about. Be present. It's better for your digestion when you slow down and you'll be able to recognize when you're full and satiated. When we eat too quickly, if you're devouring your food and you're done within 10 minutes, and oftentimes, you know, when we're done in 10 minutes, we don't feel full yet, so we go grab seconds, maybe even thirds. You need a good 20 minutes for the stretch receptors in your stomach to feel stretched, right? And send that message to your brain saying, hey, I'm full, stop. So when you slow down, you give yourself that opportunity to feel full and satisfied. Hey, if you thoroughly love the food you're eating, don't you want it to last longer? The pleasure of eating it to last longer? Put those utensils down between bites. Chew a little longer. Taste the flavors, feel the textures, all of that. And you may be surprised and delighted to find out that you're no longer a member of the Clean Plate Club. How many of you are members of the Clean Plate Club? I was as a kid because my father would gently remind me that there are children starving in Bangladesh. This is exactly what he would say to me as a child so that I would feel guilty and finish all the food in my plate. So, no longer doing that. (laughs) I've unraveled that in my brain. Anyway, so you can change the behavior of making a not-so-healthy choice, like a bowl of sugary cereal, a donut, a Danish, a muffin, right? All sugar, refined carbs, trans fats. Who needs that? especially in the morning, you're waking up to pretty much stable blood sugar and now you're going to have it go erratic by eating all that junk and refined carbs. So switch it up to something healthier, a vegetable omelet or maybe some of your leftovers from your lunch, your dinner the day before. Maybe you have some leftover salmon Have that with some cucumber, watercress, dill. You don't feel like preparing breakfast? Take a half a Haas avocado. (coughs) Pardon me. Or a whole one if you're really hungry. Sprinkle a little good salt and squeeze some fresh lime juice on it and eat it with a spoon. Delicious. Have some hard-boiled eggs that you've got at the ready in your fridge. Make a little egg salad with it. I love to prepare that with a good quality mayonnaise. And I like to add curry powder to my mayonnaise and some chopped scallion. Yum. Beautiful. An egg salad. Eat that with a fork. Another new habit, another change that's worth implementing, start packing your lunch. 
And typically, these should be the leftovers from dinner the night before. But Layla, we never have leftovers. Well, make more food at dinner. Decide you're going to make more food so you have lunch leftovers from now on. You've only made enough for you and your spouse. Make more so you have lunch leftovers. You don't like leftovers? Make chicken salad from your leftover roast chicken. And put that on a bed of greens like spinach, baby greens, arugula, or stuff half an avocado with it. And you could put together your lunch for tomorrow as you're cleaning up the dinner dishes. Do it all then. Because you're clearing the dinner table, you're putting the food away, put some in a Tupperware for yourself. And also, take an ounce of mixed nuts or seeds, maybe a piece of seasonal fruit for dessert <clears throat> or a between-meal snack. Take that with you. And here's another change you may want to implement. If you're on the sofa watching TV after dinner, after work, make it a new habit to exercise while watching your favorite show. Set up your treadmill or your elliptical in front of the TV. You don't have enough room? Do squats, lunges, push-ups, maybe free weights if you don't have enough room for such large equipment. Is your gym equipment in your basement? but you're hardly using it? Put a TV down there so that you're only watching your favorite shows while you exercise. And decide that you won't watch your favorite show unless you're exercising. All we need is 30 minutes a day, folks. That's all we need. And then enjoy your post-exercise quietude that beautiful endorphin rush where you feel great. Enjoy your post-exercise quietude with a beautiful dinner, like a rack of lamb with sautéed spinach or asparagus, or both, or salmon or chicken with a salad made up of greens, like watercress, Various herbs like dill and parsley, they are always in my salad, those herbs. And cilantro. Don't like cilantro? Don't include it. That's okay. Add romaine lettuce, adding in some chopped radish, celery, onion, cucumber, tomato and peppers if you're eating nightshades. Dressed with a fruity olive oil and vinegar or fresh lemon juice, I love fresh lime juice, more than lemon juice in a salad, believe it or not. Found that out by accident. Ran out of lemons, and all I had left was lime, so I used fresh lime juice in a salad that day. This was years ago. Never went back. Of course, when I'm out of limes <clears throat> and I only have lemon, of course I'll use that. Strive to make these changes with optimism a full and open heart, and operating from a place of gratitude. Be grateful for your health. Be grateful for the abundance in your life. Be grateful for the love of your family, your friends, your tribe. Let it spill over 
into your daily life and carry it through all the year long. I'm wishing you health and a joyful, joyful new year. I want to talk to you more about improving <clears throat> digestive health as I take a sip of lemon lemon tea, that is. Generally, when we're addressing digestive problems, it involves avoiding or minimizing factors that are known to impair digestive health while making the lifestyle changes that support the digestive system. So eating a healthy diet, staying active, and getting enough sleep, believe it or not, is known to help digestion. So here are nine tips to help address digestive problems and improve your overall <clears throat> digestive health. One, you want to consume gut-friendly foods and beverages. An overall dietary pattern that focuses on diverse foods. You want a variety of foods. You don't want to eat the same foods every day. And there's a reason for that. It helps to improve microbial diversity and regulate bowel habits. And especially, especially for people with digestive issues or inflammatory bowel disease, all of that. So this is, this is very important to improve microbial diversity. So what improves that, your microbial diversity? Dietary fiber found in your vegetables, in your whole grains if you're having, which increases stool bulk, shortens transit time in the GI tract. Polyphenols, plant compounds found in berries, grapes, tea, cocoa even which can reach the colon and be metabolized by the microbiota. Prebiotics, substances found in a variety of vegetables, fruits, are fermented by microbiota in the colon and reduce <clears throat> the severity and risk of infectious, inflammatory, and functional GI conditions. Probiotics, which are found in cultured yogurt and fermented foods. And that yogurt, you know, it doesn't have to be dairy. It could be coconut yogurt. And fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, right? Lactic acid fermented pickles, which provide beneficial bacteria that improve GI health. And did you know that the gut microbiota, which consists of various microorganisms like bacteria and fungi, good fungi, helps protect the body against enteropathogens and promotes normal immune function. So what are the primary benefits of dietary fiber? It increases stool bulk, shortens GI transit time, and what are the sources your nuts, seeds, beans, legumes, vegetables, fruits, whole grains. What are the primary benefits of polyphenols? 
It modulates gut microbiota. And where do we get them? The polyphenols. Apples, berries, broccoli, grapes, cocoa, even tea and coffee. Don't sweeten them. Prebiotics, they ferment in the colon. And what are some dietary sources of prebiotics? Asparagus, garlic, onion, Jerusalem artichoke, banana, tomato, beans, legumes. And for those of you who are eating grains and some sugars, wheat and honey and rye, if you're having them. Probiotics. What are the dietary sources? Kimchi, kefir, sauerkraut, yogurt, kombucha. Beware the kombucha. It's got alcohol there a little bit, but you know, if you drink enough of it, could be why you're feeling kind of happy. <laughs> so overall, a typical Western diet is detrimental to the microbiome and can contribute to digestive issues, right? Now, number three, be mindful of your meal sizes. Do you have GERD? Do you have functional dys dyspepsia? Having a large meal may trigger your symptoms. Have a smaller meal. And smaller meals are actually recommended as part of the treatment for these conditions. Watch your portion sizes. Use a smaller plate or a bowl. Do that. Pick a smaller plate or a bowl at home. If you don't have it, if they're all ginormous, certainly they're not restaurant size, but gee, if they are, you need smaller plates and bowls. And review your nutrition facts on the labels. For the right serving size, you want to eat more slowly, <clears throat> allowing your brain to recognize when your stomach is full, as I said earlier. You want to stay hydrated. That's number four. Research has associated reduced fluid intake with an increased risk of constipation. I can't tell you how often patient will show up in my office complaining of constipation and they're only drinking four glasses of water a day. That's certainly not enough. You need more. You need eight eight-ounce cups, right? Exercise for digestion. Regular physical activity can have a protective effect. How many of you have started to go for a run and you're only a couple blocks in and realize you need to move your bowels? That's what I'm talking about. It can help with gastric transit time, GI transit time, and it can have a protective effect against digestive problems like inflammatory bowel disease, due to its anti-inflammatory effects. Exercise is anti-inflammatory. So trials in individuals with inflammatory bowel disease suggest that regular exercise is associated <clears throat> with a reduced risk of progressing from remission to active disease states. Further, moderate exercise like walking, Running, yoga can improve quality of life. And moderation is key. Moderate alcohol consumption. Excessive alcohol has been shown to result in dysbiosis, intestinal inflammation, 
and damage to digestive organs and the intestinal lining, which can increase intestinal permeability. Read leaky gut. That's what I'm talking about. Chronic alcohol intake is associated with an increased risk of digestive diseases like alcoholic liver disease and gastrointestinal cancers. Who needs that? Quit smoking. Cigarette smoke is harmful. Need I say more? Quit smoking. Period. Get enough restful sleep. Research has found strong associations between sleep disturbances and digestive diseases, which may result from the, from the increase in pro-inflammatory cytokines. These are substances created by immune system cells that produce inflammation. This is seen following sleep dysfunction. And there appears to be a bidirectional relationship in which poor sleep may exacerbate GI symptoms and digestive issues may interrupt the sleep-wake cycle and harm sleep. So the bottom line is you can maintain the health of your digestive system by incorporating certain lifestyle behaviors like consuming foods that help digestion, exercising, practicing yoga for digestion, minimizing your exposure to substances like alcohol and cigarette smoke, and I'm bringing all this to you from full script. Good stuff, good information. That is, of course, our online dispensary. And for those of you who want to write me in, who want to email me questions, topics of interest, you may do so. Radio program at AOL.com. That is radio program at AOL.com. That's the email to send your cues and topics of interest. Want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a vitamin B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a solution for low B1, Zobria by OShare Health. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells in your feet and legs to stop functioning properly. may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to reverse these symptoms. You can get Zobria now with new lower pricing, risk-free, by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A dot com or by calling 1-855-ZOBRIA-8. That's Zobria.com or 1-855-962-7428. Get 20% off the new lower price with coupon code Hoffman at checkout plus free shipping. Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.